You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to the Michigan Instant Reaction of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard. and Michigan gets the win. They make it to 7-0. That brings up the matchup that everybody's been waiting for next Saturday at noon at Spartan Stadium. 7-0 Michigan versus 7-0 Michigan State. But first, let's talk about this game against Northwestern. Michigan wins 33-7. And it really, Michigan used the same blueprint that they used every week. And you know what? It works. Now, I know a lot of Wolverine fans, a lot of my friends, Wolverines, yes, I know, they're upset because they say, hey, we need better creative play calling. We need, you know, throw the ball, chuck it around, more big plays. Guys, I would simply say this. If it ain't broke, you don't fix it. It may not be pretty, but it works. You lean on that defense and you, you just make sure that K doesn't turn the ball over. And he doesn't. He doesn't throw for tons of yards. He doesn't throw for a lot of touchdowns. But keep the chains moving. End every possession with a kick, whether it's a punt, extra point, or field goal. I mean, you, you got a money kicker in Moody, probably one of the best kickers in the Big Ten. You just rely on that. You grind this thing out. That's been the Michigan MO the entire season, and it worked again today. Think about it. If it wasn't for the one big run that Northwestern had, this thing's a shutout. I, I mean, Michigan totally – that defense – totally dominated Northwestern. <laughs> they had 100 yards rushing. 75 came in one yard. You held them to 133 yards passing. It's the formula that works. Now, I'm still confused about the whole quarterback rotation. I'm, I'm not really, I'm not understanding when you bring JJ in. It To me, it tells your opponent you're running the ball. And I'm not including the, the late possessions in the game. Because at that point, the game was over. Hell, Northwestern didn't even try to do a backdoor cover. They were running the ball. They just wanted to get out of there without getting injured. But I'm talking about when the game matters. When you bring them in, I know people will say, well, you're saving those trick plays. I don't know. Because I'm thinking if you had the trick plays, man, that's ballsy if you didn't use them against Nebraska when you probably needed them. That's my only big thing is I'm just concerned of when when J.J. is in the game, you're kind of telling everybody it's going to be a run. So kind of sell out to the run. Now, the other thing, speaking of run, Blake Corum, this guy, the way he absorbs that first hit and keeps going, getting the yards after contact, it, it is a thing of beauty. There were many times he should have been stopped in the backfield, He's just bigger and stronger than the other people on the Northwestern's defense. He's been getting it done like that the entire year. So Michigan gets the big win, and the pressure's off. 
you know, because at 10-7 at halftime, you're starting to think, well, could this be a game that they would have to sweat? Because you saw a whole bunch of teams sweating it out this Saturday. They didn't. They came in second half, got the job done. Special teams got the nice block punt, set them up for in prime position to score. You had the interception that was that the guy tipped to himself. You know, that's what you need when, you know, you're a winning team. And that formula works. Now you're going to get to the ridiculous of all week of both fan bases just kind of going back and forth. But you know what? That's what they do. But this game, Michigan handled their business. And I know to a lot of Michigan fans, you're like, and even Harbaugh said, leaving a lot of meat on the bones because they're leaving a lot of plays out there. There were a lot of possessions where they probably should have scored touchdown. They didn't. Had big plays. They didn't, whether it's underthrown ball, overthrown ball. Now you're getting to the better teams of the Big Ten. You got to be able to hit upon some of that. And you're going to have to, well, we'll find out. Because next Saturday at this time, somebody's going to be 8-0. Somebody's going to be 7-1. One fan base is going to be ecstatic. The other, not so much. Real quick before I go, don't know if you had a chance to watch the nine-overtime game Illinois-Penn State. Yeah, nine-overtime game. I don't know if I like this new rule or not. It's funny because it got me to thinking. If the game next week ended up in an overtime like that, and after the third overtime, it's basically a two-point conversion play. That's it. What would be the play that Michigan would run? What would be the play that Michigan State would run? Because that's kind of the Achilles heel of both teams. When they get stuck down deep in the red zone, it's hard for them to score. So it just kind of led me to thinking what would happen. Brandon Peters, former Michigan quarterback, hits his receiver for the two-point conversion. Illinois goes into Happy Valley, upsets Penn State 20-18. to 18. So you'll hear a whole lot more about that. But yeah, it just kind of got me to wondering what would be that play <laughs> if you had to run a bunch of two-point conversions. Would it be a run? Would it be a pass? It would be interesting. So Let's really hope to God that it doesn't come down to that. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Evan and I will be back this Wednesday to preview Michigan, Michigan State. Probably it should be a battle of two top 10 teams, especially with Penn State losing. MSU's on the bye week. Uh, My Vegas guy says Michigan should probably be a one and a half point favorite. We'll see where that line goes, but Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Five Star Zone. I'm Rico Beard.